Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me. Lovely to see you here. Um, hope you're all well. And um, yeah, thanks very much for joining me. What I wanted to do today, uh, which I, to be honest with you, it's something I've been I've been thinking about sort of doing something like this for a little while. Um, and in case you're um, you're listening back or you're or you're watching or whatever um the uh, it's the 24th of november and um <clears throat> we're kind of we're lining up to christmas a little bit and so what i wanted to do for today's um for today's mission for today's little uh little show is um, <laughs> is to basically uh to do something which is a little bit more um less learning less heavy less sort of functional uh, and something which is a little bit more reflective and a little bit more sort of um sort of mindset focused okay so um hopefully we'll have a good time uh, and basically what we're going to be doing as you can see from the from the first slide here is that we're going to be talking about getting out of your own way now this is this is kind of a big topic um and it's certainly not something which i would claim to be uh, an expert upon. Um, however, um, having been in the game now for very nearly a decade, um, I've I've come across my fair share of this when people are trying to get to um, uh, trying to sort of you know achieve a change, um, hit their goals, um, and it's something that I feel like I can offer a little bit of help with in terms of the basics of how one might need to go about um, sort of addressing things in order to get unstuck. So everybody knows right that the um the put it this way getting derailed is is a bit of a problem now that can be um and specifically we're sort of we're talking about external things so for example you know the whole COVID-19 pandemic derailed a lot of people um it's an external circumstance it's not anything over which you really have any control and um, it's something that, um, you know, we need to, um, you know, you just need to, you need to, you need to adapt by, by dealing with the external situation, as opposed to, and it's sort of, it's a lot of the time, it's quite obvious what it is that you, you need to do to work it out. Um, but what really is tricky is um, when we, when we have a mental block. Now, um, hopefully you'll all remember from my uh, uh, five levels video that I did, which is all in the start section. We had the little chat about the, the elephant and the rider and how the elephant represents your emotions um, and your sort of your deeper impulses. And the rider represents your kind of your human human brain and your sort of your, you know, your cognition and your, your high level thinking. This picture kind of says it all really. What do you do when the emotions and the kind of the base instincts are, are pushing the wrong way. And although you know on a superficial level that you you should be doing something and you know that it would be of benefit to you um, and you know that there are costs against doing it, why is it that sometimes things just don't click? So, for example, you know, we can all, we can all sort of relate to the idea of, you know, not feeling motivated to do it or potentially wondering why, you know, we continue to self-sabotage, uh, we make decisions that aren't right for us, even though we know that they're the, um, you know, the right things to do. Um, and it's, it's basically, it's, 
it's a tricky one in terms of what what it is that you you need to get doing. It's not immediately obvious, all right? The last thing is that potentially speaking, that your you know your your thermostat might be wrong. What do I mean by that? I mean that a lot of times um, people basically say, for example, somebody comes in and they're they're not hundred kilos, hundred kilos, nice round number, hundred kilos. And they've been 100 kilos or there or thereabouts for 10, 15, 20 years, however long. And they start to, um, you know, they start to lose a bit of weight and they come down. Let's say they lose 10 kilos. When they look in the mirror, something's not quite right. Um, it doesn't, it, it's, you know, they might think they look great. You know, it's, it's, they might think they look much better. But it's, it's a really common thing then to kind of slowly bleed back to where it is that you previously were. The number of times I've seen this where people go from A to B and then they kind of, they, they bleed back over time and they come back and they say, well, why did this happen? It's kind of like, well, because your thermostat is set to you being hundred kilos. And I'll, I'll explain what sort of a little more about what I mean by that later. But it basically means that you're, you know, it's your comfort zone essentially. And it's, you know, what you want to be targeting sort of is actually getting is moving that as opposed to saying just getting around getting down for a bit going on a diet for a period doing some exercise you know for a bit while you get the weight off all that kind of stuff it's you know you need to work on actually adjusting your thermostat and that's that's kind of what we're going to be doing today we're going to be looking at how we can actually change the sort of your mindset specifically um around um the sort of these issues and how it is that you can get to the point where you're, you're finally able to to sort of make that progress to continually make the changes that you know you should be making and then maintain them long term okay so what i need you to do um and i'll give you a little bit of time uh is to actually go find yourself a pen and paper um, that is uh, that is essential. That's something you definitely need. Um, so yeah, go off and get some. If you haven't already got it already, then um, you know, jump off and get some paper um, and a pen, obviously. And um, the question that we're going to be asking today is a simple one, which is, you know, how how am I getting in my own way? There's various ways of addressing this, um, and it's. It's not, but this is, I think, the one that's going to be the easiest for us to, to fix. Once you understand how you're getting in your way, then you can start to adapt and improve your, your strategy for change. And you stand a much better chance of actually getting there. All right. So um, once you've got yourself um, a pen and paper, um, we're going to outline. Uh, it's a six step plan. And we're going to have some pauses um, and we're going to be, I'm going to give you some time to, um, to write all this stuff down and actually think about it. Um, but I'd say if you're, and if you're listening along uh, at some point in the future, I'd suggest that you, you, you do this one um, in a time where you can actually sort of, you know, write stuff down. Okay. So six steps to freedom is the goal. That's what we're going to do. And it starts off with, this is our, this is our basic structure. Now we have at the top, the most important thing uh, is to have a, a purpose and that seems fairly obvious is what we mean. Okay. All of the steps underneath that are not necessarily um, sort of prerequisites, but they are things that help to strengthen your ability 
to attain the goal and to sort of fulfill your purpose. All right. So to give you an example, somebody might have a very strong, um, a very strong purpose. Let's say I always use the same example. I think people before they get married do weird things. Um, and we'll see how I get on with that. But the um they, they tend to tend to throw everything out the window and say, sort of, I don't care whether this lasts or not. I just need to look good on that day. Right. So they may decide that they don't necessarily identify with the lifestyle that they're living. They may believe that it makes them less fun. They may have a terrible strategy that's really inefficient. Um, they may constantly be doing things every day that makes it harder. And they might be living a lifestyle that is totally unconducive to what they want to do. But they still succeed if your purpose is strong enough and is motivating enough and is sort of big enough and emotional enough and all that kind of stuff, then you don't need any of the stuff below it. And that's that's an important consideration. What I would say, though, is unless you have that once in a lifetime game changing purpose, all the stuff below is going to make the difference between you actually getting there and you not. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to run through these one at a time. Uh, I'm going to give you a bit of time, um, you know, per per step to actually kind of flesh it out. And then what I'd suggest you do is once we finished in here, um, I'm going to open it up to a little bit of a QA. and um, What I'm going to suggest that you do is that you um, you actually flesh this out a little bit further and you make sure that you're, um, you know, you've got everything as, as sort of as fleshed out as possible because we, we really want to add some depth to this because as you'll find out the more that you put into it the more that you're the more that you're going to get out of it okay so let's start and this is as complicated as the slides are going to get because I want to leave it open to you guys so the first one is something that I get you to do every quarter and something that I will continue to get you to do every quarter which is outcome goal setting um and for those of you that are sort of new to the program, uh, of which there are a couple, um, we, you know, this is something that you will be doing in, in January. Um, and it's something that we've already done together. Um, but for the rest of you, you know full well that this should be something which is, is top of mind all the time. I think what I want you to do now, and I'll talk you through it as we go, what I want you to do now is to, to write it down. It should be concise. It should be clear. Um, and it should be basically it should be specific. So you should have a specific outcome um, that you you want to um, you want to achieve. It needs to be specific. It can't just be a vague thing. Um, it needs to be measurable, which means that you need to be able to prove to me whether you have or haven't achieved it. So more confidence is great but it isn't measurable. I can't measure that. So what we want to do is we want to make sure it's a measurable, um, a measurable outcome. And lastly, it, and most importantly, it needs to be towards focused, right? Which means that it needs to be, I want to achieve X as opposed to, I don't want to be Y. Okay. That makes a really, really big difference. And it will result in a much more compelling goal. Now, if you're quite far away from where you want to be, you may find a towards goal quite tricky because if you're currently in a position where you just want out, you've just you've gone too far the wrong way and you want to just not be where you are currently, this is quite difficult. Work, stick with it. 
stick with something that is not necessarily the ultimate end goal, but something which is significant enough for you that it's both, it seems achievable, which we'll address in a bit, and also actually is something which is um, sort of pointing you in the right direction. Um, if you want to flesh this out, then you want to be thinking, you know, what kind of person will I be? What kind of things will I do? What kind of sort of experiences will I have? Um, all this kind of stuff. Um, and the, the, basically the fact of the matter is, is that you need to have a blueprint of where you're going. And if you don't have a blueprint of where you're going, then you will not get there. Um, you'll go somewhere, but you won't get where you actually want. So if you can't define precisely what it is that you want to achieve to yourself and me, but let's be honest, more importantly yourself, then you will not be able to get there and you likely won't make any progress. You'll just go round in circles and round and round and round. And this is the number one thing that stops people from actually getting what they want is that um, they can't they can't define it, right? So at this point, go for what makes you feel something. You need to, the more emotional that you sort of feel and the more emotionally you can connect to your goal, the more it actually gets you that it lights a fire under your ass, the more likely it is to actually sort of propel you forward, right? So hopefully by this point, everyone's sort of furiously writing, um, the, uh, you've got something sort of, you've got something great written down um, and you can obviously work on that, but we're gonna, we're gonna scooch on to the next one, right? So the second tier is, um, is identity. Now, this is this is quite a complicated one um, and I'm going to do my best to make sure that I make this sort of as clear as possible. Your identity needs to align with your purpose and your outcome. And if it doesn't, this is a big, big thing that I see as to why people either don't make progress in the first place or they... Um, sabotage themselves and they go backwards and they return back to think of that thermostat they return back to where they were before some examples you know you may decide that you are um you're going to have a lifestyle overhaul you're going to come and do some training you're going to do you know eat better food and all that kind of stuff um but in your mind you've always identified with being somebody for example let's pick something simple somebody who is a big eater okay it's in your nature to go to a dinner table and say, look, oh, I'll have seconds of that. I'll do this. I'll, um, you know, I'll make sure that I'm, you know, I, you know, I make you people make jokes about the fact that they'll always have a second portion or there'll be, you know, people who see themselves as, well, I'll always have a glass of wine when I go out for dinner or, you know, all these things that actually, it's not just a behavior. It's, it's part of what makes you, you, um, you know, do you do you see yourself to the contrary? Do you see yourself as being a gym person? Right. I obviously see myself as being a gym person. Right. I align myself very strongly with being in the gym. I feel very comfortable in the gym. I, I can walk into any gym in the world and I feel at home. I align myself with, you know, lots of things. Um, and it's it's do you what do you align yourself with? that is either conducive or non-conducive to what you want to achieve. So have a little think about it, start to write, so get some ideas and think to yourself, what is it about my identity that is potentially getting in the way of what I want to do? And where do I need to change how I perceive myself 
um, in order to align it with the kind of outcome that I want and therefore the kind of person that I want to be. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of time just to, just to flesh that one out. Um, obviously, if anyone has any, any questions, then feel free to drop it in the chat um, if that's not clear. Um, but just start to think a little bit more about who you are, how that's led you to where you have been, are, were, whatever you want to call it. Um, and what is it that you need to change about how you see yourself and how you want to relate to the world um, in order to change? Because the fact of the matter is, if you want to change your physique, you need to change your life, your lifestyle. And if you change your lifestyle, you're going to change, you know, you're going to change some, some, some deep rooted stuff eventually. Um, and that, that can, that can come up. Okay. Um, we'll move on to the next one, which is um, values and beliefs. Now, this is similar but different critically to the identity thing. Values and beliefs is much more about how you, um, let me get to it. Let's start with an example. So a belief might be, and I heard a really good one the other day from somebody, um, a limiting belief was that in his line of work, he said, I can either be, he said, I can either be fat or I can be rich. Okay. And that was something he believed deep in his heart. He said, I either need to work hard enough so that I, and, you know, have it take over my life so that I succeed and I jump, I, you know, stick my head out of the pack and the cream rises to the top, et cetera. Um, or I can give my work 75%, go to the gym and I won't make any money. Now that is an example of a limiting belief, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but it is a limiting belief and it is something that's going to stop him from being able to actually achieve what he wants physically because if he always thinks that then that's going to be a problem i've had people in the past say people that go to the gym are vain all right maybe they are maybe they're not i don't know however if you think that people that go to the gym are vain when you go to the gym you're going to be thinking in the back of your own shit i'm that's you know i'm actually i'm turning into someone i don't really want to be you might think to yourself that People that, you know, are picky about eating at healthy restaurants are a pain in the ass. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. That is a problem if that's something that you believe. Um, it might be something that you might have a belief that what's the point in having a weekend if you can't go out drinking? Again, sometimes I agree with you. However, that's not conducive to you getting to where you want to go to. Um, Hopefully you can start to see the kind of examples that, I'm, that we're coming up with here is what beliefs do you have about what it is that you're trying to do that are undermining your actions and causing you to step back into your comfort zone and not push forward, right? It's a tricky one. I can see everyone sort of thinking a bit more on this one. Um, so it's a tricky one and it's different from how you see yourself it's kind of it's it's two sides of the same coin um what limiting beliefs or what you know values do you currently have which either need to be accommodated for or worked upon improved altered 
whatever you want to do um that are getting in the way of um of your of your good progress and and how are they undermining the you know the purpose that you have so um i'll give you a little bit longer just to have a think about that i think that the big question is what do you think of someone who has everything that you want what's your gut feeling if you if you if you looked at somebody right now who had everything that you want regardless of what kind of context we're talking about now what would be your gut judgment about that person would it be that they've got you know they probably you know if you say for example the typical thing you see somebody who's in fantastic shape oh i bet they're really boring or oh i bet they don't like you know i bet they're no fun if you go out in the evening or you know i bet that they're really vain and they're really self-obsessed and all that kind of stuff and these things come out all that these are just the really obvious ones you may have your own special ones um in fact you probably do but what do you think of someone who has the attributes that you are actually saying that you're going for and if they're not good then that's something that you need to flush out. Okay. Um, next one. Strategy. So once we have a purpose and we've aligned who we are and what we believe, then the next thing to start thinking about is, well, what's my strategy like? Is it good? And this again, a bit like purpose, is one that we actually, we cover this regularly. I am always harping on at you about what's the plan? What are you going to be doing? what are the behavior goals what's the strategy all right you can have an effective strategy or you could have an ineffective strategy sorry sorry and still make progress because it could be you could be spinning your wheels a lot and making slow progress or you can be doing it effectively and efficiently and making good progress without putting that much sacrifice in um my recommendation for you on this one would be because we've covered this in great detail already you should hopefully at this point know what you're doing um is you know we do this quarterly what area are you going to work on in this quarter we do it fortnightly check-ins what's working what's not we're not working we do it weekly if you're sending food plans and then i suggest that you also do it daily so what am i going to do today breaking it down into that level of um or whatever level of granularity that you want um will help you to make sure that you are actually you know, putting effort into the right places and getting the return on effort that, that you want. Number five of six is um, behaviors. So simple things. And this is where this is then comes to the more kind of the more superficial stuff. So what do you need to do more or do less of, for example? So it might be you need to do more planning, more prepping, more walking. You might need to do less, um, you know, scrolling on your phone, drinking less alcohol, eating less junk food, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, things like, you know, do you have an established morning and evening routine? So this is now we're talking about just daily automated habits. You might have a bunch of habits that undermine your, um, your progress. So for example, if you spend half an hour in the evening scrolling on social media before you go to bed, it's going to undermine your sleep, which is going to undermine your energy, which is then going to undermine your ability to actually do what you want to do. And it's going to undermine your overall results. Just do a quick audit of what it is that you need to do more, what it is that you need to do less of. Um, and you should find that there are some areas for you to improve. Obviously, hopefully there are lots of areas that you're strong in. Um, and make sure that nothing there is, is getting in the way 
of, of what it is that you're trying to do, okay? Last one, and this one is the one that I think is easiest to fix, put it that way, because it's, it is very superficial. It's, it's easiest to fix. What's your kitchen setup like? You know, is it conducive to you preparing good food? Do, do you have an automated shopping delivery that comes every week with a bunch of vegetables and things that you know that you're going to eat and that you need to eat and they're healthy and all that kind of stuff? Do you um, have a, you know, a, a, a calming home environment in the sense of you've designed your house? I mean, I'm not suggesting potentially the people you live with, but more the environment itself. Um, is it, have you set things up in such a way that allow you to be in the best headspace possible as much of the time this those are the easy things that everybody should have fixed that is a they're one-time investments of time that make a big difference every single day the more sort of complicated thing can be things like for example making sure that your social media is is right because as far as i'm concerned what's on your phone is part of your environment so if you're constantly being bombarded by negative messages by people that you're comparing yourself to by people making you feel inferior, blah, 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 all this kind of, it's going to affect your headspace negatively. One of the things that I always try and do is to try to be, um, you know, positive on social media so that I'm actually saying to people, look, potentially here's a problem, but here's a solution for you. And here's what you can do to make things better rather than just saying, here's a problem. What are you going to do about it? Um, things like um, making sure that your, you know, your social circle is good. I don't suggest you start dumping all your mates. What I do suggest you do is that you spend more time in environments that are conducive to what you want, which is like going to the gym. Okay. If you go to the gym, you're going to be surrounded by people who are in on average in better shape than your average person walking down the street. Some people find that intimidating. I get that. But at the same time, it's also, if that's the kind of person that you want to be like, and hopefully you do if you're here, then that's something that should be inspiring. Um, and I have to say, most people in gyms are actually pretty friendly if you talk to them and take the headphones off. It's just they look a bit angry because they're lifting weights. Um, but also we've got things like, um, you know, you having me on the end of the phone. You've got this group where we're, you know, doing these things. It's kind of all these things are making your environment more conducive to, to success. So have a think about those things. Start with um, start with your purpose. Start with thinking about what it is, why it is that you're doing what you're doing and what it is that you want. Then start to think about how you see yourself in relation to that, that goal and you know what beliefs do you have that might be getting in the way. Think about strategy, think about behaviors, um, you know, think about your environment. And then when you've got all those things together, you should be in a much better position to actually stop getting in your own way and um, you know, start to make some progress. As far as I can see in my head, if you've got those things sorted, you can't go wrong, okay? You, you, if you have, you have literally covered all the angles. So um, once you've got that in place, then you're in a position where you can start to sort of, you know, smash through the barrier and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's it. But thank you very much for coming. Um, I can see everyone's still furiously going for it. Um, make sure that you sit down after this and just flesh it out a bit. If you want to talk to me about it, then, then please feel free. Um, I would I would love to hear from you. Um, otherwise, uh, it's been it's been a pleasure, and I uh, yeah hope to see you guys soon. Cheers.